Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched The Amazing Race 30, Episode 2. The name of that episode is You're the Best French Fry Ever. And this episode was the best French fry ever. <laughs> it was the, the, oh my god. I freaking loved this episode. I did not, dis usually in an episode there's like something that I don't enjoy. Like, whether it's a particular team or something. This episode, top to bottom, freaking awesome. I loved every second. I was laughing. I was yelling at the screen. And I I kind of feel bad that I waited until two hours before episode three airs to watch this. Because, uh, no, well, now this is kind of the best situation because I can finish recording this and then tune right in so i uh, i'm so excited i'm so excited like oh my god this is great this episode is freaking great okay so uh spoilers ahoy if you don't want to find out what happens in this episode yet you know go watch go watch this episode this is really good best episode since the premiere of season 17 that's my favorite episode of all time when um you know the whole watermelon incident anyway okay so this entire episode takes place in antwerp belgium and they start off uh going to a chocolatier to get their first clue and then they have to climb a freaking crane like oh not like climbing the crane itself they're climbing rope ladders hanging from a crane what what kind of insane, like, why would anybody do that even for a race? Well, for a million dollars, of course. But, oh my god, I don't know if I could do could do that. Um, even though they do have safety harnesses on. Whatever, it's a freaking rope ladder that goes up to what has to be one of the highest points in the city. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. Then, and these these clues that they get at the top do not have. Last episode, I talked about how when they are crossing that canyon, that their clues, those flags or whatever they had on their, I think they were flags. Yeah, they had um, carabiners on them, so they could just clip them to their jackets and whatnot. These were just clues in a plastic bag. That was it. So they had. To <laughs> uh, hold on to them in their mouths. They actually, it was a requirement to do. Well, it wasn't a requirement. Like it, it wasn't the clue. You have to put it in your mouth on your climb down. And so we get the sound like <sighs> climbing down. <laughs> okay, that's maybe that's the only thing that I didn't like about this episode was that <sighs> breathing, hard breathing. With the clues in their mouths as they're descending this incredibly tall rope ladder. I excuse it. It's fine. I understand. It was it was representative of the situation. This is this is bonkers. Okay, so after this, they have um, the choice to either uh, evaluate diamonds that are worth tens of thousands of dollars each, which is insanity. Or go to the printing press and uh, lay out in movable type individual letters, all of that correctly to uh, replicate 
a page of text that is not English. So again, uh, continuing from last uh, last episode's challenge, uh, having to put together letters to make words in a language that nobody in the race knows. It, that was really cool. I feel like I would have done really well with the movable type for the printing press because I love that kind of stuff. I also love uh, ambigrams, mirror images, symmetry, flipping and flopping text. I think it would have been really good. Now, different teams that selected that printing press challenge used different strategies to figure out how to, to check their work. Um, I thought Team Extreme was brilliant that right off the bat they figured out, oh, if we hold up the, the text to the light facing away from us, that's the mirror image right there. I was like, yes, that's why they're my pick. They're awesome. They're uh, super smart. They figure stuff out like that out right away. Um, and then we had other teams that, uh, you know, just kind of brute forcing it. Like, we have to think, actually think about it in our heads, what it looks like backwards. And we had another team that used a mirror to check it. Um, when I believe the real process to do it is to lay it out like normal and then like an upside down cake, whap, upside down onto the, the transfer it onto the, the tray. Um, so none of the, the, none of the teams did that. I think the firefighters in a way did that, except they gave up and went over to the, to the, the diamonds instead. Um, because they, they couldn't figure out some of the letters flipping and flopping Q's P's D's and P D Q's P's D's and B's are super tough when you're talking about flipping and flopping because they look it, it's kind of like um the the those posts where only the beginning and end of a of word are are correct and your mind kind of fills in the rest to figure out what it's actually meant to say and that's the same sort of things with these uh flipped and flop letters that you can have a p that's flipped as a as a q and especially when it's in a different language you may not notice that uh, easily at all. So anyway, I thought that challenge was super awesome. The diamond challenge I thought was insane because of the the worth of the materials that they're working with. And that it's so precise. Like the, the, the people who, who evaluate diamonds have to have more than five minutes of training that it seemed like they got um, to be actually accurate. I guess they were, it, it was big enough steps in uh, value that they're able to get those exact numbers. Cause that kind of seemed crazy that they have an exact number within like 10 to the tens place for $99,000 necklace that they're trying to uh, evaluate that seems uh crazy to me but i guess they did have that guide there they had all the equipment that they needed to do it um although it would have been you know i i still would choose the type um the the printing press 
uh, because it, I, I love that stuff so much. And it would be so cool to actually be working with this original style printing press with all of the trappings that you need. Oh, it, it was really good. Um, but yeah, it still would have been really cool to work with all those diamonds and learn that whole process and work with the, the, those microscopes were so high quality, um, that you, you get right in there and they, it was so high quality that one of the teams, they were making mistakes because of flecks of their own skin that were on there. They thought that those were imperfections. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I was so hyped that Cedric and Sean finished the printing press first. Uh, the only reason that they went, didn't win this leg is that we have a new element of the game and play head to head challenges where teams go head to head that there's a winner and loser and the loser has to do it again against the next person that comes. It's a Fritz race. They have to dress as a big cup of Fritz or French fries and they have to transport eight bags of diced frites, like ready to go, ready to be delivered, ready to be fried up and served. They loaded up their dollies with eight bags of these frites, went around this obstacle course. They could alternate. If they are losing team, the other teammate could take their place and do the race in the next round so that they get a little bit of a break. Um, and it was, it was so much fun to watch. It was so fun to watch every single instance of that Fritz race. I was yelling at the screen, like, come on. Like, okay, so we got the first place team, which was Team Big Brother. Yeah, all right. I, like I said, I'm not going to be surprised at all if they're in the top three every single leg of the race. Uh, it's, it's working out that way so far. I don't see it any, anytime soon. I was super excited that Team Slam Dunk was able to finish second. They beat Team Yell, who got there. Uh, Team Yell, who got there uh, to the race, third. But Team Yell was not doing well at this Freets race. Before I get into that, in 2005, I was very fortunate to be able to visit Belgium with the Blue Devils. We did a whole European tour. Um, over three or four, was it four weeks? I can't even remember now, but we had a few days in Belgium, in, uh, Brussels and in Bruges. Um, I tried frites while I was in Brussels and of course I had to get them with mayonnaise and, oh, oh, so good. So unhealthy with mayonnaise. It, it feels like, yeah, this shouldn't be a regular thing. At all. I mean, French fries in general should not be a regular thing, but mayonnaise, even more so than ketchup, is like, oh, I can feel instantly, <laughs> instantly coating the walls of all of my blood vessels. But anyway, it was delicious, freaking delicious. Um, but after that, we went to Bruges, had some time off there, and uh, long story short, I crashed a motor scooter into someone's fruit stand in the square, like the central square <laughs> of Bruges. So if I ever get to go on the amazing race, I really hope that we don't go to Bruges. 
and that there is not a scooter challenge involved because I would definitely crash it or anywhere, anywhere on earth that there's a scooter challenge involved. Um, I, I will uh, excuse myself from it. Like, okay, I'm going to crash and either damage something or hurt someone, probably myself, very likely other people as well if there's a lot so it was really lucky that i didn't hit any actual people i just hit the door of this okay when i say i hit a fruit stand with a scooter it's not like in the movies where you have just this like a a a cart full of oranges and they just spilled all over us flung all over the street no it's like a more of a permanent fixture is like an actual structure and there is a door and i hit I ran into the, the side of the door because I, I almost hit the trash can that was right there. And then I veered off and then instead I bumped into the door and I kind of cracked the bottom of it. Not even really a big deal, but it's like, they, they, you know, stupid tourists being an idiot. You gotta, you know, <laughs> you're going to be mad about that. So the guy was rightfully mad. I was like, I'm not even going to argue with him. I'm like, okay, let's make this right. Got to make this right somehow. I, it was a whole kind of fetch quest type of thing going place to place on foot. Um, and everybody who I was hanging out with had gone. They were gone. They were off doing their, their thing because I fell behind on my scooter because I ran into this guy's door. Anyway, Belgium is great. And uh, I, I like that they they didn't take me to prison or anything. Okay, so. Uh, I, I'm going to stay away from I've never ridden a, a scooter since the, ne- I had never ridden a scooter before then or since then and I was relieved that there were no scooters involved in this leg of the amazing race um, okay so oh yeah like I was saying every instance of this Fritz race was so exciting for me Team Yell they were just they're not good they were not good at it they went seven rounds before they finally got the win um what's his name good old what's his name oh by the way third place my pick of the whole race so excited my my top my two favorite teams are in the top three in this leg team slam dunk and team extreme team slam dunk make a huge huge jump ahead in the rankings here they jump what like like six seven eight places Seven places. Um, it's right there on the chart, ninth to second. Um, yeah, Team Extreme. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Christy and Jen, you rock. Uh, so, Team Yell. Oh, Henry and Evan. They uh, were, were not doing so good. I, I, I feel a little bit bad now, now that I know that they've raced so many times after that. Right away. When they were facing Team Slam Dunk, uh, <laughs> Henry got a flat tire. His opponent gave him a flat tire. Oh, it was it wasn't intentional, I don't think, but it was. I thought it was really funny, and now I uh, I feel bad. That was really funny. So Henry finally figured out I'm not going to take all the sharp corners. I'm going to try to to cut the corners because that's where I mess up. I'm just going to stay right down the center. Don't take any big risks and go for it. 
Well, he did take a big risk. <laughs> he just cuts uh, one of the goat yoga moms off right at the start. Jets ahead of her, and he keeps the league. He just stays steady. Don't mess up. Don't run into anything. Don't drop any freaks. And don't fall flat on your face. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I'm okay with laughing about it because he did win, finally. Um, right at the finish line, he's flat on his face. I'm surprised that he didn't break his wrists or something. I know I would have if I had fallen that direction. Although yesterday, I fell flat on my back, slipped on some ice, whap, flat on my back. My instincts kicked in just well enough to 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 tuck my chin at least a little bit so that the, my, my skull didn't fling backwards and smack into the concrete as well. So I, it was pretty success, pretty successful fall. Um, my body doesn't really hurt, but my neck is super sore from absorbing that, uh, that force, keeping my head from, from, from smacking into the concrete. Um, so maybe I would fall. Okay. And not get, get really hurt. I have fallen a, a few times, in the last couple of years and not gotten seriously hurt other than lacerations, no broken bones. So uh, anyway, I probably would have broken some bones if I was in Henry's situation falling right at the finish line. <laughs> oh, it was, it was so, so funny. And he's not eliminated and he seemed okay. He didn't, he wasn't like holding his wrists or anything at the end. So anyway, it came down to the final two teams, we had the firefighters who switched challenges. I've, I think they're the ones who switched challenges. And uh, Team Goat Yoga beat them at the diamond evaluation. But Team Firefighters, they were able to get the win in the actual race challenge. Now, this, I, I like this that you had to have an opponent to race against. You can just go right to the pit stop, um, which made it so that the last two teams were literally racing to not be eliminated. I thought that worked so well. It would be kind of – it would be a little bit iffy if it happened every single leg, but having it sprinkled in, I assume we're going to get two – or three more of these in the season. Um, but any more than that, then it would be kind of like, it'd be kind of like when everybody's on the same flight. That's like, why even really race to it when you know you're going to be going up against this last person anyway? Like, it's, you, the times gets, get crunched together. Sort of. Sort of. Only really for those last two teams because uh, there's still the time element of once you beat. Or once you lose to this team, then you have to wait for that next team to get there. And then you could lose, you know, 20 minutes each time. They might not be right there ready to go to, to race again. But on the other hand, then you get a, more of a break before you have to race again. So anyway, I, I am so, so happy that the top three are who they are. Um, I mean, I'm not really rooting for Team Big Brother necessarily. But I totally get their ability to to win. I think they were the ones that were about to get a taxi. 
they had like a code word or something um maybe it wasn't them but uh <laughs> that one of them points out the taxi and then the other one like just doesn't say anything and they're like are we are we gonna are we gonna get it or <laughs> oh that was great but um yeah i loved every single part of this episode even the teams that i didn't like last episode they didn't ha- really have any moments like that in this one like there's so this episode is so full of stuff and high energy and all of that and excitement and the, the racing elements. I think that contributed a lot um, to kind of displacing more of the, the, the drama and friction between team members that there might've been. But uh, yeah, even team goat yoga, I didn't mind them at all. They only really talked a couple of times and they it was funny when they did. So, yeah. Yeah, this, this episode is so freaking good. Oh, I'm super excited for episode three. Uh, it's probably not going to become close to this one as far as entertainment value, but who knows? Could be blow this episode out of the water. I'm so excited to find out. Um, so I my picks remain the same. I, I'm uh, Team Slam Dunk, Team Extreme, stay in the top three all the way to the end. Yes. Please, definitely. Who do I want to see eliminated next? Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'd be okay with any of the bottom half from this leg. Um, from Team Ocean Rescue all the way down to the firefighters. Uh, I'm not super invested in them. It was pretty cool that uh, Team Chomp, they're like, oh, I hold the record for French fry eating. And then the, the, the gal at the, the pit stop, she's like, oh. And Phil's like, oh, not impressed? He's like, well, uh, I guess. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Okay, so let me know what you thought about this episode. I loved it, obviously. If you hated it, let me know. I'd be really interested to see why anybody wouldn't like this episode. It's amazing. It's Yeah, it's it's amazing. So, uh, yeah, tweet me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com or TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. Stay tuned for episode three, which I'm going to watch in about 40 minutes from now. Um, uh, tweet me. Go to the thing. Go uh, Subscribe on iTunes. Write a review on iTunes. This is why I normally stick to the same thing because it's like muscle memory. And when I mess it up, I can't really start in the middle of it. Write review on iTunes, uh, share links to episodes that you like uh, on the website and all that stuff. Whatever. Uh, Todayiwatched.com. Okay, that's it. See you next time. Bye.